However, she wasn't stupid. $3.8 million for mountaintop beachfront property, in Malibu no less, was a steal. She wrote out a check for the full amount, knowing it would probably cost her that much or more to remodel the inside. And now here she was, scared half out of her mind. Taking a deep breath, Toots scanned the perimeter of the bed. Nothing unusual, nothing out of place. Maybe those puffs of clouds had been a crazy dream. Maybe, but something told her it was much more. Toots had always believed in an afterlife. New spirits or souls didn't always make it to the other side. But this? Having lived in Charleston, South Carolina for more than 20 years, Toots was perfectly familiar with tales of hauntings and sightings of those long since past. When she had first moved to Charleston, she'd actually gone on several ghost-walking tours and heard all the stories about hauntings that had supposedly taken place over the years. However, Toots had never had anything even resembling a supernatural experience. Until now. Upon her arrival in Los Angeles, she'd paid little attention to the tales of old theaters, movie studios, and historic homes being haunted by some of Hollywood's greatest actors and actresses. This was Hollywood— the land of dreams, not nightmares. When Toots decided to purchase a home in order to be close to Abby and run the Informer, the tabloid paper she had recently acquired, she hadn't intended on sharing her space with a spirit or spirits. Go back to wherever the hell you came from, Toots shouted in the dimly lit room. She heard the false bravado in her words and hoped that Sophie, who was sleeping in the room across the hall, hadn't heard her. Thank goodness Ida and Mavis were upstairs. Toots could only imagine what her old friends would say if she thought something otherworldly had entered her room. Hell, what was she thinking? Sophie's newfound interest in paranormal activity, Toots decided, had just earned her the master suite. Deciding that a room change was in order first thing in the morning, Toots climbed back into bed, wondering how she was going to convince Sophie to switch rooms without alerting her of her suspicions then decided she couldn't. This was too scary to keep to herself. Toots almost wished she'd gone ahead with the purchase of Aaron Spelling's mansion. Wanting and actually purchasing the 56,000-square-foot mansion had been an ordeal she hadn't anticipated. The widow of the former television mogul made it very clear to the realtor that she must be present to examine any prospective buyer. Of course, not just anyone was allowed to bid. First requirement was an income check. Then came the real fun. Toots simply could not believe what she was doing. Never in a zillion years had she stooped so low just to become eligible to view a piece of real estate. So what if it had belonged to former television mogul Aaron Spelling? The real estate agent, a slim brunette who looked as though she could be anywhere between 30 and 50, opened the door to her office. Miss Loudenberry, Mrs. Spelling and Madison will see you now. Toots stood, smoothed her black pencil skirt. Madison? Mrs. Spelling's dog. The real estate agent stopped and turned to Toots. Mrs. Spelling prides herself on Madison's reaction to people. If her dog doesn't approve of you, then you won't be allowed to view her property. Toots had the sudden urge to run, forget the whole thing, but she was so intrigued now that she couldn't force herself to walk away. If you will follow me the real estate agent insisted.
She followed the woman down a long hallway where she was greeted by a closed door. A low growl emanated from behind the door. Please stand aside, the woman said. Toots did as instructed, expecting Madison to attack her any moment. The woman opened the door to a plush modern office. Seated on a long white sofa to the left of the desk was the one and only Candy Spelling, widow of Aaron Spelling. Toots was instantly reminded of a guppy, plumped lips and bulging eyes. The mound of fur in her lap must be the infamous Madison. The widow didn't bother to stand or offer a word of greeting. When Candy gave a hand command, Madison leaped from the widow's lap and stopped when he, or she, Toots hadn't got that far as of yet, reached her feet. Toots was about to reach down and pet the dog when a, Stop! came from the blonde on the sofa. She can't be bribed. Don't touch Madison, offered the real estate.